Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. In no particular order, here's where we are today. Big banks are still big and darn proud of it. Virginia voters and the economics of Super Tuesday and life after the Windows start button. We'll explain it all, I promise. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by IBM, working to help mid-sized businesses become the engines of a smarter planet. Learn more at ibm.com engines. And by the John Templeton Foundation, funding research and education in freedom and free enterprise. Learn more at templeton.org FFE. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Wednesday today, the 29th of February. Good to have you with us. And the ticker symbol of the day today is N-E-W-S. Put it all together, it speaks for itself. Rupert Murdoch's News Corp, owner of Fox News and The Wall Street Journal, among a whole bunch of other things, traded higher all day in New York, even as corporate events overseas looked quite grim. Actually, Murdoch's son James quit today as the executive chairman of News International. That's the company's British newspaper publishing subsidiary. And he may be the boss's kid, but James is also the latest high-profile News Corp executive to be swept up in the growing phone hacking scandal. From the European desk in London, Marketplace's Stephen Beard has the media business story of the day. James Murdoch's demise had been in the cards for months. A public inquiry has heard evidence that some of the newspapers he controlled routinely hacked into people's cell phones and corrupted the police. Harriet Harman is deputy leader of the opposition Labour Party. After the evidence this week of wholesale bribing of the police, James Murdoch had to go. Yesterday, there were even more toxic claims that one of his papers may have conspired to subvert a murder inquiry to protect a couple of private eyes that the newspaper employed. This afternoon, lawmakers like Chris Bryant were lining up to denounce the fallen executive. I think that James Murdoch's resignation from News International is long overdue. After all, he's brought some of the most important newspapers in this country into disrepute. Rupert Murdoch, however, today paid tribute to his son's stewardship of News Corp's British newspapers. And James Murdoch does remain a senior executive at the parent company. He's focusing on its much more profitable pay TV interests. Tim Luckhurst, professor of journalism at Kent University, thinks this could be the beginning of the end of News Corp's long love affair with newspapers. I think that there will be a great deal of pressure from amongst the independent shareholders at News Corporation to argue the case that the future of the group does not lie in the outdated medium of print. But what role James Murdoch will play in the future of News Corp is far from clear. Once he was the heir apparent, but no longer not after the resignations, says Michael Price-Jones, who speaks for a group of independent shareholders in the US. It shows, I think, US investors that this guy can't be trusted by his own dad or to run these businesses. Perhaps the biggest casualty of today's resignation has been Rupert Murdoch's dynastic ambitions. First, it was to be his daughter, Elizabeth, who would succeed him, then his son, Lachlan, and then James. The elderly tycoon is running out of heirs apparent and perhaps finally facing the truth of what his own newspapers frequently preach to the monarchy-supporting Brits. The best way to create a leader is not by the hereditary principle. In London, I'm Stephen Beard for Marketplace. 
Back in the deepest days of the financial crisis, it seemed like every time you turned around, J.P. Morgan Chase was the last bank standing. It bought up struggling or bankrupt rivals. It made bigger profits than anybody else did. And if CEO Jamie Dimon has his way, it's going to stay like that. At an investor conference yesterday, Dimon said he would be damned, his word, not mine, if the bank doesn't keep turning in record profits. If it's any consolation, none of that's coming off our backs. Another executive at the meeting said that most Chase customers with less than $100,000 in their accounts just aren't profitable. Marketplace's Heidi Moore picks it up from there. Randy Senatori is a cleaning supervisor in New York City. He doesn't have anything like $100,000 in his...